You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. In Karen Russell's new book, Vampires in the Lemon Grove, readers will find that each tale creates a carefully crafted world. Some of them seem almost like our own, even the title story. I have an old Nano's coloring, the dark walnut stain peculiar to southern Italians, a tan that won't fade until I die, which I never will. I wear a neat periwinkle shirt, a canvas sun hat, black suspenders that sag at my chest. My loafers are battered but always polished. The few visitors to the lemon grove who notice me smile blankly into my raisin face and catch the whiff of some sort of tragedy. They whisper that I'm a widower or an old man who has survived his children. They never guess that I'm a vampire. Russell crafts her stories with a whole world in mind. What I like about short stories when they work is that you do have a sense that there is a whole world beyond the 12 pages where you meet these characters, that you're just getting a slice of life on like an entirely other place and for it to feel kind of complete. And it's fun, too. I think sometimes I'll try to give a really academic answer, but that's a dimension that you shouldn't discount. I mean, it's just pleasure to make an entire world. And for me, it's always more pleasurable to imagine and elsewhere, you know, and to be kind of the single arbiter of your own world. Like, that's an amazing power. Within the worlds that Russell creates, she finds a freedom to express herself that is missing in mimetic realism. There's something liberating for me about being in this other slightly whacked out dimension, where then it's more likely I can be emotionally honest about or look at some big question than if I was anxiously trying to write it in Scranton, Pennsylvania, or, you know, if I'm really trying to do a straight historical fiction about these homesteaders, I just think that would flop for me. Russell writes about a variety of monsters, but her monsters are not meant to scare us. They are us. With a monster, you can sort of see things about yourself you wouldn't necessarily want to admit to, because it is. It's, it's an excised quality that no one Nobody particularly wants to admit exists in our own natures, so um, we've made these strange mirrors. Russell's monsters are not creations in black and white. She mixes humor and horror in her vision. It can seem tragic or comic, right? I mean, I don't think it's any one thing. So with these vampires, I mean, I think that they're sort of in a desperately sad place with their marriage, but sort of the predicament, as I imagined it, it is sort of a comic one, right? Like, they're like, well, all right. We figured out that the blood does nothing. We don't have to drink it. That's a win. That feels like a success. However, we are going to live forever, and we still have these throbbing fangs. We still have this appetite, that's this desire that seems to have no bottom and no answer. So that's neutral at best, you know what I mean? For Russell, the crafting of imagined worlds and unreal characters almost erases the lines between the two. I even have a hard time when I'm teaching separating setting from characters because there's this way that, of course, the the setting shapes those people so profoundly and then they in turn are, you know, interacting with this environment. So it all it feels sort of kind of seamless to me. Readers who encounter Karen Russell's Vampires in the Lemon Grove can afterwards look in the mirror to realize that what gazes back finds us to be disturbingly monstrous. With Time to Read, I'm Rick Kleffel. Find out more at agonycolumn.com. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony.